Well, good evening everyone. Welcome to the VRPC with your host, Mr. Sharp. And the Captain Kerry here. How are you doing all folks? What about you, Sharp? How's your life been this week? Uh, been quite busy this week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, a week of night shift, so a bit grueling. Mm-hmm. Glad to see the back of it. Nice Here's to have a... elaborate to the, to the listeners what your occupation is, or is that... Uh, quiet. Uh, I'm, we'll keep quiet, my listeners. I'm 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 a nurse, I'm an intensive care nurse. Oh, I thought you were going to tell them the truth. You're a male stripper. That's right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Be as well, be. Probably pays better. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. So you had a busy, busy week. This it's week. been a busy week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yourself? Uh, yeah, just the usual, like everybody else. Still this kind of, for, well, lockdown nonsense, sort of quasi coming out of it. But I don't see any difference, to be honest. So yeah, just working. At home most of the week, sometimes going to my office just for a change of scene, but there's nobody else there, so it doesn't make any difference. <laughs> no, hi. Um, so yeah, that's that's it. I found it kind of um, difficult to kind of like, like, kind of be inspired to listen to like new music in recent times, you know. So I've been sort of kind of listening to what I know, and that's kind of not normally me, you know, because it's difficult to get, you know, there's albums are coming out, and I'm sure there's many great ones, but I'm just sort of not. You sent me something the other day, and I had to check it out, but. I think that, that that's the thing about music, though, isn't it? That especially, I think the music we listen to, there's a comforting element to it. Mm. I still listen to yeah. bands and music that I did when I was yeah, at school. Yeah. You know, and sometimes you grow out of it a little bit. Yeah. Sometimes you come back to it. Yeah. You know, and mm. um, I think there there is definitely a comforting mm. element to. The music and it's that familiarity I think of when you're going through a stressful time and or unknown times yeah. that to grasp onto something that you do know kind of mm. I guess anchors yeah. you a little bit. So I mean, with that said, have you listened to anything? What's what's been on your 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 playlist this week? Anything? I've actually been quite busy with music this oh, week. Oh really? Yeah. Yeah. So I I sent you that link. So yeah, um, I have not a chance to check it out, but I read a bit about them in Metal Hammer. So yeah, I'm definitely gonna do that. Yeah. Yeah, a band Tetrarch. Mm-hmm. I think that's how you pronounce yeah. them. Mm-hmm. Um, very like new new metal band. Yeah. So <laughs> I think there's going to be an explosion of uh, a second wave of new metal, and but I think it could. Uh, it's probably it's it's one of these things. These things come in cycles because earlier, or maybe let's say within the last four months, I looked at my old Limbiscuit CD, the you know the one that went you know with break stuff on it, the one that went you know. Bang, you know, I, I, yeah, yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, people our age who were like just in their early teens or uh, late twenty, uh, early twenties, are sort of refinding the old. Yeah, <laughs> and it's that you know we've spoken before about that linear influence. Well, that linear aspect goes forward as well. Sure, yeah. So you know these guys are heavily inspired by Slipknot and Corn yeah, yeah, and yeah. and Code Orange and, and oh, bands yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. So I think this band particularly have seem to have like this. Harder edge to them, right. and the guitarist, Lassie guitarist, is phenomenal. So, mm-hmm. so I really enjoyed their. I think it's the, their second second of, album. Second album. Right, They've yeah. released EPs in the past, yeah. um, but that but that's cracking. Um, I kind of went back and um, <laughs> I bought Slayer's Undisputed Attitude because I never really bothered oh, it, that one, with yeah. it before. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's like punk covers. Or it's it's all it's all um, punk covers, mm-hmm. and I think it's great. I mean, yeah. I don't. I, I, I'm a Slayer fan um, and I just think it's great. Also dipped into a bit of um, Eurosis oh, uh, right. through okay. the Silver and Blood. And that's... They're from Birmingham, aren't 
Am I totally wrong here? I, I, I wires crossed. Don't know much okay. about right. them, yeah. but um, this album's seminal. You'd, you'd recognise the album cover anywhere. Right. And I'd never really bothered with it, mm. but um, it's quite a dis- developed... Are they from like the early 90s? Yeah, so this right. album's from 1996. Yeah. And it's, okay. it, it very, it's quite an extreme album. It's mm. not an easy album to listen yeah, to, yeah. but it's very clever, though. Mm. Very clever. Like so, the Anal Narcotic thing? Mm, no. Yeah. Mm. No. There's more of a punk edge to them, okay. so yeah. maybe a bit like that mixed with a bit of converge, maybe right, thing, yeah. you know. It's difficult yeah. to describe because they're quite quite a complex. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, and then last night, um, sitting with a couple of beers, there was a, a charity night with um, live stream. Mm. Blaze Bailey was headlining oh, really? um, from a KK Dowding's uh, steel mill. Oh, right. There's a whole bunch of really good uh, UK-based bands. Cool. I didn't hear about that. Um, and most of them I really enjoyed. It was mm. good to see some... So that was on YouTube or something? Or, or yeah, it was a Facebook live stream. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So the deal was it was to try and support um, road crew, ah, yeah, unemployed yeah, yeah. road crew just yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, really struggling. Don't so, um, yeah, trying to trying to support the music industry a little bit mm. so there's some really good good bands there and of course Blaze Bailey's just you know yeah. phenomenal live and he only yeah. did two songs but you know the bands before that well worth kind of yeah. checking out um so yeah it's been quite a busy week for music actually mm-hmm. me well I have to say I, I've actually been yeah I've been listening to actually like ZZ Top Eliminator I love that album I've been listening to White Snake. Uh, their kind of classic album 1987 like still the night and all that sort of stuff is this love you know uh yeah just been sort of checking that out and then um actually speaking of not getting into like new music this episode today we're going to talk about some of the new music that i've got into in the last couple of years um and uh one of them is um City Pop, which is a kind of Japanese uh, like pop music from the 80s, and I bought this album and I really love it. I love the aesthetic, and it's similar to what we're going to talk about today, which is um, the genre of synthwave and its many kind of various kind of um, aspects. But before we do that, Sharpie, let's crack open a few drinks and then we can get a proper conversation going. So, what is that you've got there, my friend? Yeah, um, I thought I'd try something different mm. with um, my beer deliveries this week so I went to my favourite brewery in all the world Cairngorm Brewery and I got a pick and mix of, of their of their best beers um, they're based on like is it Aviemore? Aviemore yeah. that's right so tonight I'm going to be drinking uh, Nessie's Monster Mash um, and all of these beers have got you know kind of half amusing sort of titles yeah. but they're all very good beers very drinkable i don't drink a lot of <laughs> i thought you should i thought you were going to say tonight matthew i'm going to be <laughs> Freddie mercury or something pissed that's what we're going to um yeah i i i think i've had some of these beers so is this you'll know like trade wins you'll know trade wins uh, yeah sheep shagger yeah that kind of deal i tend to stick with the kind of pilsner type beers i try every beer but i i i kind of know what i kind of like so i just kind of stick with the uh, uh, pills and tech beers. And what's this other one here? This is black gold. So is that like um, like uh, Guinness? Y- yeah, yes, it's, it's yeah, a stout, yeah, and yeah. it's the only stout I'll really drink because mm. it's just it's it's flavoursome. It's not too heavy. Uh-huh. Um, I mean, I, I ruined myself on stouts when I was a student and things, oh, right. so uh, I can't really drink them anymore. But that one, <laughs> that one is just so smooth and so nice that 
I, I can drink it. So f- just for a bit of a change yeah. in, in flavour. And you've no. also got a, a Bavarian Dunkel uh, beer, which is that a stout kind of beer as well? It'll be a darker yeah, yeah. beer, yeah. Yeah. Um, probably more like the one I'm drinking actually, yeah, the more ah, like yeah, the Nessie. Yeah. yeah. Very nice, yeah. So that's the last of my, my German beers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, that I've picked my way through. Yeah. You can't normally go wrong with a German beer or a German car, eh? No, I've never had a bad German beer yet. Yeah. Well, I'm just going to stick with uh, these little Portuguese bad boys, uh, Superbock. So, yeah. Uh, I don't know what you say. Salut or... Yeah. Vamos. Let's get cracking with this podcast. So, Sharpie, we're going to be listening to, or this week we have been listening to uh, Leather Teeth by the synthwave artist Carpenter Brute. I know this is something I don't think you've ever heard of before. Is that right? I knew of them. They they appeared on my radar a couple of years ago. Um, I you know I've I've said that I buy the music press yeah. Metal Hammer unashamedly. Yeah. So they they appeared through there. I've actually got a sampler CD of theirs as well. Oh yeah, yeah. And one of the other podcasts started picking things like Ghost and mm. um, Midnight. Dance of the Dead. Uh, yeah. yeah, things like that up and kind of reviewing it because they've got, there is a dark undercurrent to a lot of yeah. this music um you know a bit of a horror yeah yeah kind of edge to it that it is kind of schlock yeah. horror kind of yeah, yeah. kind of stuff which is always intriguing yeah. if not amusing at times mm. um but i never really bothered with it yeah. you know it, yeah i kind of did, had a couple of sample lessons and thought yeah yeah, yeah. Well, I'll, I'll give you a little backstory about how I kind of came to be uh, into Synthwave over the last, you know, five, six, maybe even seven years. But having listened to one of our recent podcasts, I'm, I'm conscious that I'm a bit of a, a blatherer. So feel free to cut me off or, you know, ring the horn or whatever if I get uh, too long-winded, sounding like, you know, an old man. But uh, I suppose I'm nearly 40, so I might get some excuses for that. But yeah, um, so um, the term Synthwave... Um, well, where, where did that come from? Where, where does music come from? Well, I kind of got introduced to it back in about 2013, 2014. And I suppose this is the first time that I had discovered a new music through the medium of YouTube. Now, this type of music, Synthwave, is very, very visually based. Very, very visually based. And as you were saying earlier, schlock, horror, and kind of 80s aesthetic is absolutely key. And most of these bands or artists, they tend to be like one person sitting in a room, particularly with the early synthwave, just making stuff on, on their computer. And basically, it was a combination of kind of like 80s action montage scenes. So something a bit like, we're listening to Leather Teeth in the background here, something that's got a bit of pace and, you know, it's quite exciting. Or computer game music. Now, I don't know if you play computer games, but I... I, I don't... Um, I, I think I'll, I'll probably speak about this later on, though, because it kind of goes on... I'll go into about you know how I can feel about this. Yeah, yeah, okay, a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I certainly didn't. I I don't play computer games. Never really did. Uh, I mean, I had a Mega Drive and had an Amiga for back in the nineties, but I never. It's all pro- about Sonic Hedgehog. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, you can't go wrong with that. But I never really progressed onto like Playstations and stuff like that or PC gaming. That was just no. uh, my thing. So anyway, um, t- about 2013, 2014, I was uh, in the fortunate position. I was sort of between jobs and spending a lot of time on the internet looking for jobs but like through youtube i'd connected it up to my uh, my my laptop i connected it up to the tv this is before i had a smart tv and i was sort of scrolling through stuff on youtube this is when youtube was not a social platform it was just a video platform <laughs> you know um and i came across this stuff 
Um, I think it was probably because I was in Depeche Mode or something, you know, um, and that kind of stuff. And I just found, wow, this is cool. And it had these cool, like, videos. It would, a lot of them, like, Time Cop 1983. It just seemed to be, like, a montage of, like, 80s commercials and, like, uh, kids' TV and stuff. Now, that's kind of um, more of the sort of, what I suppose is, like, the vaporwave or more of the kind of um, pop end of this spectrum. But uh, you get more to the sort of synthwave, darkwave sort of stuff, which is, like Carpenter Brute and Perturbator and Ghost and a few others, Dynatron, what have you. Um, and it was just like a, suddenly this whole world like really opened up to me. Have you ever had that kind of experience? You kind of found a new type of music or a new sort of subgenre and it just like it kind of blew your mind or like. Yeah, probably some of the heavier stuff. Um, I'd always just kind of stayed on this path of like thrash, Slayer, mm. Metallica, but then when I I've spoken about when I stopped caring about growled vocals mm, okay, yeah. in the Dark Tranquility episode, mm. that that was like unlocking a key to me. So that right, just opened yeah. a whole mm. world of much, much heavier music that, mm. you know, that I end up kind of really, really mm. enjoying. Rotten yeah. Christ and yeah. all sorts of people, um, Valenfire. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's uh, Paradise. Yes, it's Gregor McIntosh's. Band, yeah. yeah. Well, I suppose talking about uh, vocals, I mean, a lot of this music, since we basically started out without, um, uh, we tend to be instrumental music. I mean, Carpenter Brute is uh, instrumental. I, I must admit, I started off more in the kind of pop side of the um, uh, synthwave, so artists like Trevor Something, uh, The Midnight, which are probably the biggest and probably the best, uh, in my opinion, Time Cop 1983. You know, FM84 is actually a Scottish guy based over in the States. Um, uh, Running in the Night with You is a massive track kind of on YouTube. You know, this is like what I was saying, like YouTube is kind of like the top of the pops now. You know, there's not really, you know, top 40 radio or whatever. Can I ask, what yeah. is this sort of, how old are these guys that make this music? Are they our age? Are they a bit younger? So. Yeah. so it's all it, like, because it's, I mean, it's 80 revival, 80 revival oh, stuff, isn't it? You know, I think it's, it's nostalgia guys, kind of trip it, stuff. guys... I would say, and the most certainly um, when it started, which is I would say, I'm going to say the sweet spot was 2013, 14, maybe a little bit before that. You know, that would have been sort of mid 30, you know, early to mid 30 year olds, exactly our age. Um, and yeah, exactly. They just would have been picking up the, you know, that kind of 80s revival, whether it's like, you know, Back to the Future being played on TV or, you know, watching, um, you know, uh, a Stallone movie or whatever, that kind of thing. It just really, um, you know, let's say it would be guys sitting in their rooms, you know, fiddling away. I know FM84, um, he's a Scottish guy who works over in America, and there's another guy, Michael Oakley, who's another Scottish guy, I think he's based in Toronto. They make the kind of more like pop music type thing with vocals, although some of it instrumental. Because it tends to be guest vocalists that a lot of it, yeah, you're right, yeah, that's that's very true, yeah. A I noticed in a, a yeah. few of these albums, it's always guest appearances by vocalists. Yeah, so on FM eighty four, this guy, uh, uh, Ollie Wright, he was the singer on the the big track uh, "Running in the Night." I actually thought it was a woman. He's got a really high kind of falsetto voice, but um, I've got I'm holding um, his album "Thanks in Advance," which I bought, and this is kind of like what would I say? It's almost like kind of wham or something. Um, but I actually really like it. It's a really good song. I, I, I suppose Wham's not the right uh, thing. I, I can't think. What would be. Da, 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 da. 
I say wham because he's got a kind of George Michael kind of look about it. But the, the, it's pop music, but it's 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 cool. It's cool. You have to you have to run with me in this. But uh, the midnight is the, the kind of the big one. Um, these two albums, Endless Summer, was the first one. I suppose this is the thing actually, because initially you couldn't get physical copies of this. Basically, this stuff existed on Bandcamp and YouTube, and that was it. It's only really in the last sort of I would say since twenty seventeen probably that I've been able to get um, hard copies and. You know, of course, it's only in the last since then that they've been touring. So I've been able to see a few bands, um, and yeah, got really into it. But anyway, let's talk about Carpenter Brute specifically. So, what what do you know about him having been briefly introduced this past week? Um, I mean, I think we spoke about this this guy in one of our first episodes. I know he's he's a French guy, and like you yeah. say, his original concept was to make music for himself by himself yeah, yeah. and then through popularity he he, mm. he was almost compelled to play live so yeah. he's had to start bringing in other musicians to yeah, yeah. help with that so he plays with a drummer uh-huh. and a guitarist from a french band french metal band i don't know them per se but yeah yeah um hackride i believe they're called exactly. um and they are pretty heavy yeah, they're a death metal band i believe so right okay um He's and I know he's he's a producer and produced bands yeah, like right. Spell Amiga. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he's his output's quite prolific, from from what I can gather. So this is, uh, Leather Teeth is just part of a trilogy story, but he's also released a trilogy EP and yeah. he's done other music yeah. soundtracks. He's worked with collaborations of yeah. of other people. Perturbator, he's worked with. He's another French artist, actually. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, for a type of music I don't listen to, mm. I kind of know a surprising amount about yeah, this yeah. guy. Like, I, I mean, I've noticed like the Metal Hammer, the, the, well, maybe it's just because I bought that particular episode and, um, issue because it had an article about Synthwave, yeah, um, that there's been some, I think it's been kind of a big thing in the kind of sort of metal, because certainly with the, like the, the, the more metal aspect of Synthwave, it's for metal fans. It, it dovetails in sweetly. You know, it's just something exciting, and you know. Uh, well, we like a dark story, don't we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, know, there's, yeah. there's like this the leather teeth story. It's yeah, yeah, a hero fallen, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Kind of thing, you know. It's so that that's actually a perfect segue when I'm talking about visuals. There was a the thing about Carpenter uh, um, Brute was like they had these cool um, like pictures and videos and so yeah the first um, basically he they must have had like a really clever um, kind of marketing campaign because he basically released three EPs each with six songs and they were sort of separated and so I've got the vinyl sort of uh, triple disc of that so that was EP1 which had you know uh, Wake Up the President and Le Perve and everything brilliant songs and the aesthetic was like really cool and it was kind of like you looked at it and you thought, is that a movie I've seen before? Because somebody was like brilliant with Photoshop or like kind of video um, kind of uh, manipulation. You would think, wait a minute, that looks like a video or a movie, kind of a horror movie that I've seen, but I haven't. And it looked like it was made for this kind of advertising. If you if you understand what I'm trying to say, you know, you think this is a piece of uh, film that's been made for Carpenter Brute. But in actual fact, it was just bits of movies stick together with a little bit of digital retouching here and there to make it like that mm-hmm. and you thought oh wow well firstly you thought cool you know 
uh, those movies from the 80s, hot chicks and bikinis and kind of slasher movies and bloody bloody blah. Um, and Blade Runner and things like that as well. Uh, the Blade Runner one would be more, I think, to the words perturbator, which is more kind of like, I suppose, future kind of ominous looking. You know, if you can imagine like Neo Tokyo, Akira, you know, the machines taking over. This is definitely more like, if you can imagine the, a future past that never existed, if that makes sense. Kind of complicated way of saying it. Because the Leather Teeth album is it or, or or the music that is going to be mm. released of yeah. the lead of the leather teeth story is of a film that's not actually been yeah. created yeah. so it's a soundtrack kind of to a film that that yeah. essentially doesn't exist yeah so i think it's important to mention that uh, carpenter ruth is sort of two or, or had two uh, very important collaborators in the visual aspect so one of them was uh, seth uh, Ickerman, who did a lot of videos, one uh, like for uh, what's that track called Turbo, Turbo, da, 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 da. Turbo Killer, brilliant. Another French guy. They they made like I mean on a presumably quite a small budget. They made like unbelievable looking videos, and then the other chap is Silver Strain, and he was the one who made more took old videos, spliced them together to make something new, and that is what the leather teeth. Every song on this album has a kind of a complimentary video that goes with it, which kind of tells the story of this kind of character. And it's all based of, you know, 80s movies and MTV bits and cartoons and uh, adverts. And it's a fanta fantastically uh, brilliant story. Um, so before we get into that, what do you think of the music? We're listening to it in the background. Tell me your honest opinion. Bit of a deep breath there. Right. I struggled with this to begin with. Um, it it didn't bother me to begin with, mm. and then I listened to it a couple more times, mm. and it actually started to irritate me. Right. So, was there any particular songs? I remember and you probably were talking about Sunday Lunch, which had the uh, kind of uh, saxophone and the tin pan drums. Yeah, I, I can't, can't, can't do it. Can't do However, it. I listened to a bit more, and I got a bit more attuned to the hooks. Mm. Um, and then I kind of went away and thought about it a little mm. bit and I actually introduced my wife to it. Mm. You know, she likes a lot of this kind of 80s revival stuff. She loves Tron, you know, right, yeah. things like that. So Yeah, that's a big uh, aesthetic uh, influence. Yeah, so I said, well, if you like that, mm. check this out. Mm. Oh, I love that, mm. I love that. And Claire, my wife, she listens to a lot of soundtrack music mm. when she's working and yeah. what she does is quite intense. But she mm. just likes something to take up the quiet, yeah, dead space. Stead space. Yeah. So soundtrack music is mm. kind of perfect yeah. for that. Mm. And when she came back to me about it, mm. I realised I was actually listening to this in the wrong frame of mind, frame of yeah, mind right. and mindset. Yeah. And actually, we had it on in the car today mm. uh, when we were going away visiting family, and it was just on in the background, mm. and. That to me is almost the perfect place for it. It's not just quite white noise, but mm, it's it's right. more more engaging than that. Yeah. Mm. But uh, there's definitely hooks and things through yeah. it. But um, it's 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 find the right time and place for it. Yeah, I think that's kind of how I got into it. You know, as I said, I was kind of like at home alone on the internet, just sort of look, you know looking for jobs or whatever, and needed something in the background. And once something caught my ear, I would start looking at whatever it was on the screen. You know, when I saw these kind of visuals, the, you know, the kind of 
kind of sexy images, the sexy sort of, you know, aesthetic, the 80s thing, you know, um, it kind of really, that's what sort of pulled me in. So it was the hook, then the visuals, and I was... Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so I'd listened to this on, like, headphones, walking at, mm. like, my son back and forth to school, mm. so that was, like, the, the sole thing taking up my attention. I was, mm. you know, and, and, and these sounds, mm. synthesised sounds, like the, the, the steel drums, you know, <laughs> yeah. just, you know, I found, found irritating. But then when I was almost like not quite focusing on it quite so much so when I was like, like right, right, I had this on in the background writing my notes for yeah, yeah. for this mm -hmm. and that was almost like the perfect yeah, yeah. time yeah. for mm -hmm. it you know and I, I enjoyed it most at did that you catch the, the instrumental tracks more or did you like the two um, vocal tracks or I've actually grown to really like the vocal tracks mm -hmm. actually yeah, yeah. Uh, particularly the, the first one yeah, I think that's the cheerleader effect, I think. Was it? I can't remember, actually. Beware the Beast is my favourite of the two. I it's such a catchy yeah. Yeah, That's got this singer from um, uh, Grave Pleasures, who's an English guy, whose name I forget. Is but, it? Yeah, that's right? the same. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Um, I love that. Um, the video for that's really cool, actually. Um, yeah, brilliant. Um, so it's, it's, it's music because I'm... It's... I'm new to this, this yeah. music. It's... I didn't understand it, yeah. I guess, mm. and I didn't understand its mm. place. Yeah. Um, and you know, a lot of the music I listen to is very engaging, and mm. you have to. I mean, like you know, Alphaville. You know, you have to yeah. focus yeah, yeah. and give your future attention. Episode, to that. Future episode. <laughs> um, but this is just. I, I actually find it quite relaxing to listen to now. Yeah. Which I don't have a whole lo load of music. I can do that with. Yeah, Carpenter's Brute, I think, uh, straddles kind of a fine line of, of being very serious but very humorous and tongue-in-cheek and, you know, without being a pastiche and cachet. I think, actually, for you, I'm listening, I'm li uh, I've got in my hand Dance with the Dead, uh, Love to Death. I think this is probably more up your street, this one. This is kind of definitely more metallic, definitely more guitar-orientated. Um, well, I don't mind the synths. I mean, there's some great hooks yeah, in, yeah. in the synths in, in this, you know, like... Hmm. Um, that would convert I to a guitar very very well, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. but the synth actually gives me, you know, an, something different to, to mm. listen to in a nice kind of way. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, you know, as I said in previous episodes, I've always liked synthesizer because it always just I find just fills out some some of the space. But um, yeah, yeah, I uh, sort of love so. so um, Leather Teeth, I think, was actually the first physical uh, album I bought, and then I got the um, the trilogy um, vinyl, and then I got the uh, the live album. And I think this Carpenter Brute Live, which is I think we talked about briefly in the Who episode, um, and it's having watched a few of their videos, uh, like live videos uh, on on YouTube and whatever, it looks like 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 great fun. I actually had tickets to see them in well, I say them him. Um, in Manchester a couple of years ago, but uh, work commitments prevented me from going, and I'm very pissed off at that because it doesn't look like it's going to be happening yeah. uh, soon. Um, so yeah, um, did you? Did, what was your interpretation of the story of this? Uh, if you haven't seen the videos and just had a kind of brief uh, kind of overview. Um, I mean, the overview that I got was that there's um, a guy, um, the inspiration of which is based off of 
um, Rob Halford and kind of... Yeah, it's, it's actually a bit like the name Carpenter Brute, which is um, basically the, the amalgamation of Carpenter, as in the, 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 the John Carpenter, the kind of horror movie as, um, musical director guy, uh, you know, Halloween and all that stuff, and Brute as in champagne, um, cha you know. So that's the, the amalgamation of that. And then the kind of the singer character in this is the amalgamation of Rob Halford and uh, what's the guy from uh, Poison? Brett's. Ah, his name's gone right on my mind. Brett Michaels. Yeah, so, so his name's is Brett, Brett Halford. Halford. Yeah. And he's in love with this girl and he'll do anything he can to he's win. A school, he's a school dork. He's not, he's not with the, the jocks and what yeah. have you. So apparently he joins this up and coming band to try and win head over. The band's name is apparently Leather Patrol. Um, but he's got a dark side to him. Um, and that angry dark side comes out of him more and more well, as the trilogy goes yeah. on. If you if you watch if you had the chance to check out the videos, if you go to Vimeo, you get the uncut um, kind of uh, non. They call it what was it? Uh, uh, tits and violence version of the so, right. Because some of it. I do get so, a chance to dig into this yeah. so so hard. So basically, what happens is yeah, um, uh, he's like the dorky kids, you know, smoking a little bit of marijuana and. Behind school, and he fancies the you know, cheerleader girl, but you know the jocks come in and they like kind of burn him in the chemistry lab, and this is him turns into this kind of um, you know this quasi monster. At the same time, there's stuff going on about like you know a evangelical preacher, you know, uh, creating cults. You know, back, remember back in the early nineties and 80s, you know eighties, you know like. Ozzy Osbourne albums, you played them backwards. No, or Judas Priest albums, you played them backwards. You know, it was like giving satanic messages according to, you know, kind of evangelical Christian groups in the States and stuff like that. So it, it plays up in all these sort of things. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'm just passing David the, the CD of the, the album. We have a wee look at that. Kind of, these are the sort of pictures of the, of the songs. So... The comic book, yeah, it's, it's pure... Yeah. 80s comic book style, isn't it? Yeah, so you've got, you know, kind of plate, you know, sort of things like Van Halen and, you know, Dokken and, you know, these kind of, you know, Poison and Kiss and what have you. You know, it's a very clever thing. You, you don't even have to pay much attention to it, but I would definitely recommend it if you go to Vimeo and check out uh, the Silver Strain. I always get his name mixed up. Silver, Silver Strain or Silver Stein. Um, so going back to the kind of the visual thing, they made these amazing kind of promo kind of propaganda videos that would take kind of these weird movies that you didn't know and stitch them together in such a way that you thought, fucking hell, this is, <laughs> I want to see this movie. What is this movie? You know, of course it doesn't exist. It's just bits of things mm -hmm. chopped up, you know, kind of, ah, oh, it's just absolutely amazing. This is where the, uh, the medium of, of uh, podcasting and radio sort of, falls down. We'll do the next um, podcast through the medium of dance. We'll yeah, that's yeah. right, yeah. Artistic dance. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah. Absolutely love um, all of the Perturbate, uh, sorry, uh, Leather Teeth, uh, say, Carpenter Brute albums. I think one of the things I like about them is they're pretty short. So each EP was just six tracks, uh, you know, so, you know, about 30 minutes. This album's only about 37 minutes. Uh, came out in 2017. 
I think last year he was due to release the kind of the sequel to it, which I understand is tentatively titled Leather Terror, but you know circumstances have sort of changed. So I don't know what the deal is uh, with that. I think I wonder if it's got um, a lot to do with the people he was expecting to guest on it. So uh, the, the kind of word on the grapevine is that he wanted wanted to make it a lot darker with right. elements of death metal. Oh, right, do okay. it with, like mm-hmm. the last song being. Like minutes of blast beats and things. Okay, yeah. um, so that sounds more like um, Ghost, actually. So I'm, I've got two albums in my hand here. I've got uh, Behemoth and Possessor. Are you familiar with Ghost? Uh, yeah, again, um, just through what you know, the, the metal media I've picked mm, up, yeah. Ghost mm. definitely seemed to be a bit harder, a bit heavier yeah, than... I mean, than um, yeah, definitely heavier than Carpenter Brute. Come I think the Brute. first album that you've got in your hand there, Behemoth, the, the darker one, that's more kind of dance, like dance heavy, if you know what I mean. It's it's um, it's got a lot of... The, the classic uh, ghost sound is kind of this fat, overdriven bass sound. You know, like if you go into a nightclub and the bass is like really pounding and it, you kind of feel it vibrate through your body. That's how that first album goes. The second one, Possessor, is definitely much more metal-edged and more kind of, again, tying in with the horror, you know, uh, thing. You know, they would take, you know, excerpts from, like, like an American news, you know, like about murders and what have you. Um, so, yeah, I really like uh, those two. I think Ghost has gotten even more into the metal, f- like, how would you say? I don't know, like, you know, this kind of current thing with metal, it's kind of, um, how would you say? A bit noisy. You know what I mean? It's less sort of structured kind of riffs. It's more like, ah, yeah. you know, sort of, I don't want to say symphonic, but it's more difficult for me to sort of like hook into a little bit. I think that's maybe the sort of direction. His but I think that's what I find actually sort of refreshing about Carpenter Brute is yeah. that it's not difficult to listen to. Yeah, the as- structured songs, yeah. I mean, you can have all the challenging music in the world to listen to, mm. but now and again, it's just nice to have almost like... Yeah. I don't want to diminish this in any way, but mm. almost like chewing gum for the ears, but it's just... That's a great way of saying it, actually, I, I think. Yeah, I mean, I, I think Carpenter Brute said that he, you know, like 1980s American pop culture is kind of like the zenith of that type of cult. You know, it was that... They created pop culture and they absolutely perfected it through the medium of music, commercials, commercialism and, you know, pop music and videos. And he just thought he distilled that into this kind of very tight, catchy uh, music, which Leather Teeth is probably the more uh, sort of rock metal version. The the first three EPs are more, I would say, kind of uh, more like, Classically, synth wave, you know, more. Um, I'll, I'll put the. More pop orientated. Pop orientated, yes, but sort of. Uh, I would say more like kind of disco in the sense mm. of not. Uh, not well, the sort of discos that we used to go to, but like the, kind of nightclub disco. The, 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 um, the example I gave to Claire was mm. that the first Terminator film where. Wow. Where, yeah. where, where there's. A, yeah. Where there's. The, the scene in the, the, the nightclub. You're, Sharpie, you're so pertinent there. Absolutely, sorry. On you go, please. Um, and it, like when the Terminator's searching around and, yeah. and uh, Sarah Connor's hiding, um, it's, it's music that would be playing exactly. 
And, and it would be the zeitgeist of that moment and, when that film was released. Yeah. And funny you should mention that because actually one of the first videos that I kind of caught on to on YouTube back in 2013 or whatever was a video to a perturbator song and it was called Tech Noir, I think. And it's basically that scene that you're talking about <laughs> Is it? to his, to his uh, music. Uh, I'm just going to put on Carpenter Brute live. Um, so this does not have any songs from Leather Teeth, but it's all of the... EP uh, songs, uh, so I'm just putting that on CD just now because I can't be bothered putting on three records. <laughs> That's the thing about that, though, isn't it? That you know, it was obviously computer-generated music. So, yeah. uh, uh, does it then make it a difficult, phys- you know, thing to physically listen to being broken down to three LPs? Well, one of my things, I bought the Rammstein album uh, that came out the year before last on vinyl and I love that album but because it's split on two ah. two discs two 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 vinyl records I never have a pain in the arse to listen yeah. to when there's four five or six songs on one side it's enough to sort of put the record on sit down enjoy it and then when it's time to turn it but when there's only like two or three tracks you're yeah. sort of down and up again yeah. you know what I mean because um, I mean I think bands have gone back to creating Album and consorting albums for LP release. I think so, yeah, yeah. Which is a skill in itself because yeah, you definitely. need to lift yeah. the album yeah. again for side two. Yes. But the Ramstein album is such an epic piece mm-hmm. of yeah. overall music yeah. that it, it's, a, it's it's for it's for essentially CD release and it flows so much better on on CD. I think you're right, actually. Yeah, yeah. But I think I'll, I don't know. I, I don't know if it's maybe like a like a commercial thing, like re- release. Like I'm sure the musicians are saying, "Oh, double vinyl, you know, 180 degree, 180 gram vinyl, double best sound." But I think it probably just gives them an excuse to put the price of a record from 20 quid to 25 quid or whatever. I, I wonder. Yeah, I'm sometimes cynical about that. Um, uh, yeah. So, sort of alluding back to where you were going with uh, electronic music and the way it sounds, I was kind of intrigued how these bands would come across in a live setting. I was as well. Yeah. So the first group that I saw, the first synthwave group that I saw, actually, I think was Dance With The Dead in Glasgow. Now they're a duo, uh, play guitar, but they also like do the kind of twiddly decks thing, sort of together. So they might be playing, so they, they program it in and then they play the guitar riffs. That, they, I don't think have any vocal tracks, I don't think. And uh, and then sometimes they're doing the you know you can imagine kind of like a, yeah. you know a nightclub absolute brilliant fun and I I really 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 like them I've seen them twice actually absolutely love them and then I saw Ghost and he was a little bit more different so he came on with like a kind of skull face and it, it, he did have a guitar he did yeah but he was sort of on the stage by himself with this kind of like you know like a like a like a priesthood stand up with a sort of you know, the pulpit. Pulpit, yeah. Kind of like that sort of thing. And then he would do the kind of twiddly... Mixy. Thing, mixy things. And yep. There was another guy just standing on the side of the stage with a skull. <laughs> <laughs> but you, everybody needs a skull. You need a skull. I mean, we've got a skull on our uh, um, logo. It was a great suggestion by yourself, because I was gonna, I was trying to be too highbrow in artsy and design. Yeah, you? I was just going to yeah. batter off a flaming skull, but there yeah. you go. <laughs> yeah, well, I think uh, our logo would, would have been much weaker without the skulls. Yeah. So thanks for that suggestion. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
so I've seen those two guys. I didn't get a chance to see Carpenter Brute. Uh, I've seen The Midnight, and that was wonderful. I really I took my wife to see that, and she loved it, and I loved it. Saxophone, joyous, happy. We're definitely going to do an episode on them, but a completely different thing. Um, and yeah, I've seen Le Brock and Perturbator. Perturbator put on an amazing kind of um, light show. It was like, uh, what do you call it when the lights go on and off? Strobe light. <laughs> it was really, really cool. And he makes big use of the kind of inverted pentagram thing. They all do, though, don't they, to a lesser or greater degree? Yeah. I mean, on your EP, um, there's. They're, the EPs are numbered with upside down crosses. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. this one, yeah, yeah. So um, I have to say, I think uh, they come across uh, really well in a live setting. It, I mean, it kind of inspired me. I was wanting to like that was my plan for twenty twenty to kind of like start making music and try and do like gigs. But, Create your own synthwave. Yeah, but you know, like everybody else, um, that was sort of banjaxed by <laughs> certain events. So, having uh, listened to Carpenter Brute, will you be interested to check out some CDs or some other artists? Or? Yeah, I think I, I think so. D mm. Definitely Perturbator. Mm. I'm not so sure about the more pop-oriented mm. stuff. Um, Don't worry, I'll, I'll hit it with you. Now, yeah, sure, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, you know, you've got to be open-minded to everything, don't yeah. you? You know. Yeah. But certainly the... I mean, even the the, the, the album visual aspects of, of Perturbator are... It's very metal, isn't it? 100%, yeah, yeah. So I think, uh, again, Perturbator is a French guy, um, and uh, kind of his sort of backstory, he grew up on um, uh, kind of Pantera and, you know, Sepultura and kind of the more dark, like, noisy sort of thing, but it, his thing is really cool. There's another guy I forgot I've seen, is called The Algorithm, who is, like, that would be kind of more like the sort of technical side, he plays guitar and synth. He's another French guy, actually. I think he lives in Berlin. I went to see him in Glasgow, and that's much more... Um, let's say that's like the kind of dream theatre, in the sense that it's very like technical guitar playing and, you know... Quite proggy. Yeah, but still very much in this... You know, that kind of... you, could, you listen, I went to see him in a nightclub, mm. and it works. All this music works in a nightclub. Yeah, you know, it's, yeah I imagine. Yeah. You know, um, Sticky floors and... Definitely. Hairspray and... Yeah, yeah. And I think that's one of the cool things about it. Maybe it's because you've seen those movies from the 80s, a bit like that techno R scene. And when you hear this kind of music, you go down the stairs into a basement club or up the stairs into a kind of, you know, you know when you go into like a gig or there's that kind of trepidation mm -hmm. and excitement. What, what's, what's, you know, what is this place going to be like? I think that's one of the cool things about it. So, um, yeah, your wife. I, I'm a little bit surprised that she liked it. I, really? Yeah. I know she likes like Muse and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, that's kind of well, it's cool. Yeah, it's, it's obviously got kind of broad appeal. I think yeah. I mean, if if you're not into the visual, mm. the dark visual element, mm. then you, you know you're probably going to be in, in into the music, aren't yeah. you? Yeah. See, I, I, I would have thought like uh, you know FM eighty four and the midnight and. Uh, you know, Ollie Ride and uh, LeBrock and Time Cop 93, 100%. Like, I mean, I love that music, but I think, you know, women particularly would like it because it's more sort of pop feeling. The, the visuals yeah. are more um, like it's <laughs> it's like kind of postmodern architecture. It's kind of the 80s kind of pinks and greens, like Miami. You know, a lot yeah. of, in fact, Dance of the Dead use a lot of videos that 
take bits from Miami Vice, which is a TV show I've oh, never yeah. seen, you know, <laughs> but like kind of fast car chases and yeah. stuff like that, you know. Palm trees on Sunset Boulevard and all that yeah, kind of thing. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> all that sort of stuff, you know, that kind of time where, well, well, strangely, you know, be the depths of the Cold War, like certainly in American movies, people seem to have like nothing to worry about. Yeah. You know what I mean? That, you know, you know. I always thought, like, you know, when you see Home Alone, like, you're Home Alone, the movie, mm -hmm. you know, the house that they lived in, that kind of was portrayed for many years. I thought that's what, like, an average American house yeah. was, you know, except it was like a mansion, you know? Yeah, you kind of got to wonder, what did that family do for a living? <laughs> there is a backstory here. <laughs> Actually, the backstory is that Kevin's father is a, a mafia guy. <laughs> that's why he's got money in his, like, that's why he's got all that money in his, um, in his wallet and stuff like that. I've read this kind of, like... Maybe dark backstory. Yeah, dark backstory to um, the Home Alone. <laughs> so, do you have like any favorite movies from the eighties that you know maybe kind of your mind was triggered by this music? Uh, it's no, it's almost like there's the darker bits were almost like missing tracks from the Lost Boys. Oh yeah, yeah, that's quite a good movie. Yeah, um, and then there was the Terminator scene. Mm -hmm. There, they're just like flashed instantly yeah, through, yeah. through my head. I thought, oh god, yeah. Um, but then there was the, the lighter, poppier stuff. I just thought of like um, Beverly Hills Cop. Yeah, 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 you know, yeah, yeah, and, yeah Eddie Murphy. And all, all that yeah. kind of stuff. Like, you know, it's like, oh, oh dear. Yeah, I mean, there's definitely like a huge part of nostalgia through it. But I think, as you know, as I said, maybe I'm being like high polluting this, or the sweet point of like pure synthwave was probably 2013, 14, 15. Having said that, or 16, which was when uh, this amazing album, Endless Summer, came out. Um, but I think people who are like in their 20s are latching onto this kind of music. Mm -hmm. You know, when I went to see, um, you know, when I've seen uh, the synthwave artists that I have, they've all been in Glasgow, I was surprised at the kind of broad range of people yeah. that were attending and how much, um, like, um, what do you call it? Merchandise they had. So, for example, all all this music is very kind of American influenced, like culturally. You know, so you know those kind of like um, UCL jackets. You know the sort of black ones with the white. The baseball type jackets. Kind of. Yeah. yeah. You'd see people. I saw a guy with the sleeves rolled up. No, no, no. Um, not those. Um, it's more like uh, where was that? The uh, Yeah, that kind of jacket. So it's the we like. You know, like a kind of yeah. high school jacket you'd yeah. see in America, sort of black in the middle with white yeah, arms yeah. and a kind of like school patch and something on the back saying, you know, like yeah, you see yeah, whatever. whatever school they go to. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, that brings up: Have you watched Stranger Things on Netflix? No. So that's that's a key thing also for. There's two things that really brought synthwave to be. Have you seen the movie Drive? Have I? Oh, you haven't. It was Ryan Gosling. You, I must have in the past. You I must. must it's a brilliant it movie. It's absolutely brilliant. It's actually one of my favourite movies. But the music in that um, was kind of uh, proto like synthwave. Um, the chromatics and electric youth. If you watch, I, I suggest you go and watch that movie because it's brilliant. Um, and I'm, I wouldn't say I'm a film critic, but like. When I saw that movie, I was like blown away by it. I thought this, the looks, it looks sexy, it sounds brilliant, everything about it. Um, but that and Stranger Things, which is uh, kind of like, 
like a Spielberg-esque kind of E.T. kind of, you know those sort of like movies in the 80s where they'd be like in some sort of small town in America and... Yeah, like Flight the Navigator. Absolutely, yeah. Totally down that. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of synthwave music in that. So obviously the guys who are like directing it, yeah. my age probably, they're picking up on this sort of stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, sorry, I've probably been talking too much again. Sharp, you just have to like, you know, like one of those like punch bags and just punch me. Stop talking, Kerry. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it's, it's, it's been, been good though to hear like where you're coming from because yeah, yeah. it's such a different type of music than probably a lot of stuff that we'll cover. I think so. Yeah. I, think it's one, I, I think because like the way, the way music is, you know, there's so many like kind of million of avenues mm -hmm. you can go down. You know bands that I have no idea about and you know them like the back of your hand. Yeah. Like, what? You know? Yeah, because I don't know half of these guys, yeah. you know, and there's rabbit holes and warrens yeah, of, of, yeah, of, yeah. of avenues of these guys yeah, that, yeah. you know, I don't even know exist at yeah. this minute in time, yeah, yeah. you know. Um, and, but it's obviously a, quite a big scene within it, within, within itself. Yeah. Have you ever watched those kind of uh, the banger TV documentaries? Yeah. You know, the sort of heavy metal ones? Yeah. He sort of does the kind of, like, the sort of inverted tree of life. You yeah. Know, the, you know, family history. Yeah. You know, starts Black Sabbath and, you know, you've got death metal off this way and power yeah. metal that way and, you know, new wave of British. It's a bit like that, you know, except... Um, you know, a much smaller sort of yeah. group niche, but you know, on the internet, a small group is still millions of people. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And especially the way music kind of exists now, in that it's kind of widely shared. Yeah. On you know online, Definitely, so it's yeah. you know it's it's a it's a global mm. medium. Um, how do you feel about that? I don't feel like I own something until I actually physically have it. I'm old school. Yeah. I, I like physical yeah. copy. I like picking up a CD and or an LP and I like putting it on and as I'm putting it on, looking through the booklet that comes with it, you know, because even for, you know, electronic artists, you know, a lot of these guys have put a lot of thought into yeah. the visual aspects of how the album looks and yeah. how the art looks yeah. which then carries on into their live set yeah. Yeah. you know there's bands that do that all the time ghost mm. you know yeah. do that you know they have a linking theme with every album ramstein yeah. you know it, it dictates what their live set looks like you know Lots of fire and gas and fire and gas and pots. obviously like the vrpc vinyl revelation podcast is on spotify so we listen to Spotify. Do you listen to Spotify in general? Do you use the other streaming services? What's your kind of take on that? Uh, I, uh, I use mostly Spotify. Mm. What what I do is I use a streaming service like Spotify mm. to discover music. Yeah. So my taste in music's got got a lot wider. So would you say you find more music or new music through Spotify? or YouTube, or Amazon, or do you use Deezer, or whatever? Mainly Spotify, a little bit of Amazon, um, YouTube, you know, just yeah. checking out yeah. bands, videos Since and things. Since I got a smart TV, which is probably about four years ago now, like, I've stopped watching, like, domestic terrestrial TV. I, I have watch. almost completely as well. I don't yeah. have a lot of time, free time, mm -hmm. so, you know, I don't want to, so I don't really have time to invest in, like, a TV series, say. So I will 
pick pick around YouTube or something yeah. and like I'll go through Metal Hammer and yeah. you know the oh that looks interesting that looks interesting go on YouTube yeah. figure out who these because yeah. because I'm at the stage now where I don't like I've I've been snobby enough in my music and taste that I've actually missed some really good bands yeah. at their prime and I don't want to do that again so um, cheers to that yeah slant it and so I'll actually invest time in finding new new bands yeah. now you know and. Mm. I will then buy physical copy from mm. those bands and support yeah. them, you know. So, um, like, when you're out and about on your bike or on your way to work, do you listen to music through your phone or do you pop a CD in the car or...? Well, we don't have a CD player in the car do anymore, no. Um, so I'll, I'll stream... So you plug your iPhone in, uh, so your phone into the... Yeah, yeah. Bluetooth it yeah. through, mm. yeah. And, you know, I've got good, generally good internet connection, yeah. so... Mm. You know, so, got, yeah, so you're actually streaming it rather than downloading onto your phone and then playing. There's it. some things that yeah. I listen to a lot of. I've got downloaded, but yeah, yeah I've got Amazon Prime, so you right. know, yeah. it's kind of streamed, yeah. streamed music. And yeah. with a lot of music that you buy on Amazon now, you get an automatic download Downloads, as yeah, well. Yeah. So I've I've got a lot of kind of downloaded wow. albums as well. It's funny you should say that. Um, I kind of um, I've been putting off buying. There, like I was saying at the start of the show, um, I've not been getting into too much stuff recently, but there are kind of a backlog of things I want to buy. But I didn't want to give money to some baldy guy with blue balls, i.e. the guy who owns Amazon. I wanted to go to the store here in Edinburgh and pay money to somebody. To a real man, a real, real person, person. Yeah. You know, maybe help keep them in a job. Asai Records, for example. Asai Records or yeah. FOP, um, uh, just whatever, you know. Um, that, so that's... You know, I didn't get a chance this weekend, but maybe next. I mean, I I bought Blaze Bailey's new album mm. straight from his website. For that's example, that's the best way. I mean, that's where the money goes straight to the artist. Yeah. There's no middleman, but um, and they do, a lot of bands do quite good bundles as well. Yeah. With, yeah. you know, a t-shirt. Yeah. And in fact, I'm waiting July my birthday present to myself. I've got um, an Al Nathrax Codex Necro with a with a bundle. So I'm quite excited about. Please that. tell me it doesn't have that pig's head penis no. t-shirt thing. No. <laughs> I like an offensive T-shirt. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. There is a limit. Yes. And uh, I thought, mm, that that's my limit right there. <laughs> so if you don't know what we're speaking about, check out an Al Nathrak's um, latest album. Um, it's, it's The album itself is phenomenal, but the artist yeah. is just... Come on. It, there's a lot of tongue-in-cheek, you know, with yeah. it. There's a political kind of... Tongue-in-cheek political statement behind it as well, but... Yeah. I mean, Holy moly, you know. <laughs> well, if kids were getting uh, kind of sort of quasi-arrested for wearing the not Demi Burger, the Cradle of Filth, Jesus is a see you, see you next Tuesday. Yeah. Um, that t-shirt was surely... There was a point in time <laughs> when I was at my worst. Yeah. I did seriously think about it. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, I was. Yeah. <laughs> Man. But I never quite got around to it. I think, thankfully, I mean, I did have a t-shirt confiscated off me. Did you? Appearance, yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. It was a Nirvana mm-hmm. one. Um, it was just, it was just a list of profanity on the. Back. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Rock and roll. Now that you're a, a parent, how does it? Would you, will you be doing the same? No, I, I, I kind of believe in freedom of expression and speech, and I don't, I don't find that mm. type of expression offensive, actually. Mm. 
It's a strange world we live in. So many things you can, you know, words harm people nowadays. Uh, um, so maybe we should sort of, uh, sort of wrap this one up. So we've been listening to EP one, I think, or sort of the Carpenter Boot live. What are you thinking, just in the background here? It's brilliant. Yeah, it's actually brilliant. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's it's they've really warmed to me actually yeah, yeah. from from being kind of like oh man yeah. and a bit kind of mm. actually irritating. Yeah. Yeah. Once you understand more of what from. what these artists are about, um, there's a way of listening. Yeah. To this music that um, makes just makes more sense. So I'm holding up a bunch of albums by The Midnight, Ghost, FM84, uh, Carpenter Brute, Le Brock, Dance with the Dead. Any of these sort of pick your your. Uh... Yeah, I'm going to check out Ghost. Yeah. Um, and Perturbator yeah. as well. I yeah. did pick up a wee bit of Perturbator, but it was their later stuff, which. A bit more dancey, maybe. Yeah, um, I think uh, I, this is. I'm holding a, the Uncanny Valley. I like this album, but it's a bit too long for me. It just mm, interesting. It, it sort. It starts off like really well, uh, and then it just sort. This one I would say definitely becomes soundtrack music. Actually, my attention just sort of when I listen to it, it just sort of fades a wee bit. See, it was interesting. I was listening to I think it was a Spotify mix mm. of Carpenter Brew and um, there was I think three or four songs from the Fury um, game. Oh right, yeah, I've never really checked that out. Yeah, and it, I really enjoyed that. Oh, I say really yeah. enjoyed yeah. that, um, but it wasn't too long. Like yeah, you yeah. say, it wasn't yeah. too long. Well, I mean, I think I said earlier that Leather Teeth was thirty-seven minutes. It's actually thirty-two minutes. Uh, you know, eight tracks. Um, it's got all the sort of cliches. You know, the cassette winding sort of sound and classic eighties. Uh, you know, bits and bobs, um, leather teeth, cheerleader effects, Sunday lunch, Monday hunts, brilliant, Inferno Galore, Beware the Beast, that's probably my favourite track, it's got lyrics on it, Hairspray Hurricane, end titles, brilliant, it's it's a movie in a CD or a record, you got to check it out, and I would also say check out the Vimeo Silver Strain or Silver Stein, yeah. I think. All the and then it gives context, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. If you, I, I think I'm sure all the videos are on are on YouTube, but they're sort of the the tits and ass are sort of edited out. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, and maybe some of the kind of uh, bits, but I think. Um, so have we decided on next week's episode or? Yes, I think it's going to be an epic one, though, isn't it? Mm -hmm. it's, we're going to do Guns and Roses. That's the one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Both albums. Let's give it a bash. Yeah. yeah. So what albums will they be? Use your illusions one and two. Wow. So we're going to jump off into our DeLorean, Indeed. go back to the future, <laughs> yes. roll up our our jacket sleeves, yes, uh -huh. and come bursting back through on a Harley Davidson with a Terminator chasing us, with Axl Rose screaming in the background. That's right. <laughs> Good times. So thanks again for joining us, and thanks to everybody who's who's been listening. Yep. And um, check out our Twitter page, our Facebook page, our Instagram page. Um, we're desperate for reviews. <laughs> But uh, yeah, thanks again for joining us and we'll s see you next time. Looper. Take it easy. Bye now.